Welcome to Glory to Glory, the radio teaching ministry of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. Join us now in our study as we open the Word together. She works at a a doctor's office and somebody made an appointment and she noticed the name and the name, the last name was a, a name of a, a friend of her father that she, that, that knew her father for many years. So the gentleman came in and right away she says, hey, I noticed your last name. Would you happen to be the person that was a good friend of my dad? And he goes, what's your dad's name? He goes, yeah, I've known him for years. And, and so they started talking and listen to this. He was a believer and he says, I want you to know something. He said, uh, your dad prayed to receive Jesus uh, and he's in heaven right now. Do you know that? And so sometimes we don't know. Listen to this. Jesus will do whatever it takes. He, it's, it's his will, none shall perish. We don't know. People, sometimes they'll, it, it, their last breath, they give their life. Think of the thief at the cross. He was a thief. He was a criminal. He looked at Jesus. He says, remember me when you go into your kingdom. And what did Jesus tell him? Today you shall be with me in paradise. Right at, the, right at the last moments of his life. And it, it happened so many times. Many times. I've, I've had opportunities to pray with people that, you know, the family calls me out. One used to live in Broadmoor. Matter of fact, I heard he was like our church at Peter's Landing. He lived like a couple doors away. And, and I heard that he was passing away and he didn't know the Lord. And I kept asking people, can I get in there? I really like to just talk to him. He, they, you know, he's... Terminal cancer, he's gonna die any day. Please get me in there. And the people say, well, he doesn't wanna to talk to you. I don't think he wants to talk to you. He's an atheist, he doesn't believe in God. I said, well, I, that's okay, I still wanna to talk to him. I receive a phone call from his ex-wife, who's a Christian, and the daughter, who's a Christian, and they called the church and said, well, can the pastor maybe visit my dad before he dies? The, the daughter, I guess, and, the, and I said, I would love to. I go in there, make a long story short. I just share the gospel with this gentleman who's an atheist, and I said, do you believe? He says, yes. <laughs> I said, do you want to pray to receive Jesus? And do you realize your sin separates you from a holy God? Jesus Christ died for your sin. He goes, yes. And he prayed right there, received Jesus to, to be his Lord and Savior. Within 24 hours, he passed away. I'm going to go see him in heaven. Seriously, because of Jesus Christ. So we don't sorrow with others who have no hope. We have hope. I, I love this verse, these two verses. Paul the Apostle, 2 Timothy 1.9 says, talking about Jesus, it says, who has, can we say this out loud? Saved us. That means saves us from our sins, that we can go to heaven. He saves us and calls us with a what? Do you realize if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have a holy calling? My question, do you know what your holy calling is? He has given all of us as believers a holy calling. Well, that's just for you, pastor. You're a minister. No, 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 no. This is for all of us with a holy calling. Not according to our what? We can't work for that holy calling. But according to his own what? Purpose and? That's favor. Let's check this out though. Which was given to us in Christ before what? Does that blow your mind? In other words, the holy calling he has, the purpose he has for your life before time began. He's like, I know the calling I have for this person. Before time began, by his grace, his favor, his purpose, his plan. Nobody in the world is like you. Your eyes are different than anybody else. Your voice is different than anybody else. Your fingerprints are different than anybody else. You are different. Your DNA is different than anybody else. 
He created you for a purpose, and he knew before time began, all we need to do is walk in that calling that he's called us to walk in. Amen? It goes on. It has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has, I love this, can we say this out loud? Abolished death. He's abolished it. Oh, death, where is your sting? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. The, the death has no substance. For the believers in Jesus Christ, death has no substance. To be absent from our body means that we're going to be in the presence of the Lord when we shed this body or when we're raptured. We'll take our body with us and we'll be changed. Who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through what? The gospel. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. Paul's telling these new believers, I do not want you to be ignorant when it comes to these things. Means ignorant, that word means to not know, to be unaware, to be mistaken, to be an heir. When it comes to what? Life after this life? When it, when it comes to the rapture of the church? Before I gave my life to Jesus Christ, I was ignorant. I really didn't know. Life after, after this life, people would ask me, do you know where you would go when you die? Because I was raised in the Catholic Church, I used to say, I think purgatory? <laughs> I would say that. I think purgatory? I really didn't know. And then as life went on, I know it's so bad, I figured I'm not even good enough for purgatory. They're not going to take me. <laughs> so seriously, it was more, I think hell, but uh, I don't really want to go there, but I know I'm a sinner. I, did, I was ignorant of those things. I, I was ignorant of what happens when we leave this world. And Paul the Apostle, listen, telling new believers in Jesus Christ, I do not want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to misunderstand this. I don't want you to be an heir. The rapture of the church, seriously. I never even heard of the rapture of the church until I became a believer in Jesus Christ. Never even heard of it. Didn't even know what it was. People say rapture, but what is that? So we're not to be ignorant of these things. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Those are talking about the body, sleeping. The, the body's at rest. It's not talking about the person. The, the body's at rest. It's d basically dying, but their body's at rest. It's not totally, uh, the body's laying there. So it's, it's, in the scripture, it's called sleeping, even though the, I mean, we call it dead. The body's dead, but it's, it's sleeping. So, but my question is, if we, it says, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, my question to everybody here, do you believe that Jesus died and rose again? Yes. Well, if so, then we need to believe that when the rapture happens, he's going to bring our loved ones, those that have died before us. Is that going to be a great reunion or what? My mother, most of you know this, that my mother passed away when I was five months old, never knew my mother. If the rapture happens right now, I'm going to go see her instantly. Is that going to be awesome? We had three miscarriages, three babies in heaven, instantly. My dad, who passed away about nine, ten years ago, he's there in heaven. I mean, think of the reunion that's going to be. We're going to be, okay, the rapture. The, the, we're going to look at that a little bit closer, but it means that we're going to be caught up together with them in the air. They're there. They're going to be in the clouds. We're going to be there with them. We're going to be like, what? Yeah! And then, check this out, we're going to have glorified bodies. We're going to go, what? Check this out. Look at you. And we're going to be like, whoa, look at this. 
I mean, what a glorious time that's going to be. What great hope we have. But rapture, we're in the air with our loved ones that have gone before us. Then we're going to have these glorified bodies that will never be tainished, never be, no, no more death, no more pain. Do you believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again? Then know that there is this reality that there will be the rapture of the church. I believe personally we could be that generation that will be raptured. Why? I believe a lot is taking place. A lot of end time stuff is happening right before our eyes. We've been looking at that. There's more things happening today. So when we look at that, how about this? Knocking on famine's door, this headline. Uh, it says UN food chief wants action now. He's, he's urging donors, billionaires to help because it says otherwise there's going to be chaos all around, all over the world. Seriously, there's a, there's a serious food shortage that's taking place. And so we see that happening. It's making news. Uh, Revelation 6 talks about the black horse will bring food shortage. This is the time of the tribulation. And so after the rapture, this is my eschatology. I believe we're going to be raptured and then there's going to be seven years of tribulation that'll take place. So Rapture, we're up there, and then during the time of tribulation, a black horse, the rider on the black horse will bring food shortage, the rider on the pale horse will bring hunger. So we've got that going on. Then you have this, this is terrible. Did you see this? Biden says he'll make Roe v. Wade into national law if voters send two more Democrats to Senate. That's evil. Can I get an amen for that? I mean, that's evil. He says, give me two more senators in the United States Senate, I promise you. The president said, I promise you I'll kill more babies. That's evil. It's wrong. And then, if that wasn't bad enough, we have the president. He says, I welcome Prime Minister Lapid's uh, courageous statement at the UN General Assembly. An agreement with the Palestinian based on two states for two people is the right thing for Israel's security, for Israel's economy, and for the future of our children. He says, I could not agree more. So, so the Prime Minister of Israel, he announced at the, uh, the United Nations Assembly that he wants a two-state solution. Guys, do you understand that that's not their land, that's God's land? He gave it to the children of Israel? And... Joel chapter 3 verse 2 says, I also will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. That's Armageddon. That's the main battle. That's where God will destroy, or judge and destroy people that are rejecting him, right? And he says, I will enter into judgment with them there on account of my people, that's Israel, my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and goes on, they have also, can we say that? Can you read that? Divided up my land. Notice who God calls the land. He says, that's my land. You don't divide my land. And then, how about this? Top Russian official just quotes the book of Revelation to describe America's soon fate. He quotes Revelation 9.18. Revelation 9.18 says that a third of the world population will be wiped out. And so, the Russian continues to threaten us with nuclear annihilation. And it says, why are so few people in the West, the Western world, why aren't we alarmed at this? So we could be entering possibly World War III, but he's quoting the book of Revelation. Interesting. And then you have, do you guys, how many heard this? Russia could be drafting up to one million soldiers to fight Ukraine? Is this end time stuff or nah? Not really. <laughs> and then 
the Biden administration is moving one step closer to developing central bank digital currency known as the digital dollar. So Revelation 13 talks about we will have a digital system to buy and sell. We won't have, we'll have a cashless society. Moving closer to Revelation 13. And lastly, good news. I always like to leave with good news when I look at the news, when we look at the news. So Arizona judge allows the, the law of 1864 abortion ban to go into effect. So let's give the Lord a chance for that. Back in our text. Verse 15. For this we say to you by the... Can we say that out loud? In other words, Paul's saying, I'm not making this up. This is by the word of the Lord that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord, excuse me, will by no means precede those who are, can we say that out loud? Asleep. Asleep. So correcting them, they're thinking that they're missing out. Those that preceded us, those that went before us, precede just means to come before us. They arrive. He says, no, 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 we're not going to, they're going to arrive first. So they're with, they're with the Lord. So don't worry about that. The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a, can we say that again, please? With the voice of a archangel, with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will There's a lot here, guys. The Lord himself, he's not going to just send an angel to come get us. Did you ever think of that? He could have just said, hey, you know what? Can you go get my, my kids? No, the Lord himself will descend. He'll come down. He's going to come. He could have sent an angel, a bunch of angels, gather them up. No, it's, it's, I see the picture of, he's, he's saying, I, I can't wait to bring them up to be with me. The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, the voice of an archangel. Notice, so there's going to be a shout, there's going to be a voice of an archangel, and there's going to be a trumpet. I personally believe, you know, the shout, the voice, I, I believe that we have some indication what he might say in Revelation 4. Because in Revelation 4, this is a prophecy of the rapture. John was caught up during that time of the rapture, I believe. So it says, after these things, I looked and behold, the door standing open. I believe this is the rapture that Paul, or excuse me, that John saw in the book of Revelation open. And it says, and the first voice, which I heard like a, can we say that? Trumpet, speaking with me saying what? Come up here. And I will show you the things which must take place after this. I personally believe that this is, this is uh, uh, John seen into the future, be it a vision or caught up into the future, but he saw this and he, this is a rapture. So I believe that voice is going to, the, the voice will be come up here. Look back at verse 16, the trumpet of God. There's going to be a trumpet sound, probably a chauffeur sound. And then when I first thought about this, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to hear the trumpet sound. We're going to hear it. We're going to be caught up, right? And different reasons throughout the Bible, they have different trumpet sounds for the gathering of the people and all different. So, so whatever that sound is, it'll be like the gathering of the people. We're going to be, but then you think through this, well, well, will the people on the earth hear that trumpet sound? And then I used to think, well, we're in tune with heavenly things. They're not going to probably hear the trumpet sound. And, and so, you know, there's this thought, well, what do you think? Are they going to hear that sound? I believe possibly they will because there's a prophecy also in Joel. It says, blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in the holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord is coming. That's the that's the day of the Lord. That's the day of judgment that's going to hit. So once we're gone, day of judgment's coming. So it's very possible this is saying they're going to hear it. We're going to disappear. They're going to hear this trumpet sound and, and they're going to know, hopefully, people that know the Bible but they didn't know the Lord. 
they're going to say judgment's coming, and it is. They're going to hear the trumpet sound. We're going to be caught up, but judgment's going to come. And it says, for it's, for it's at hand, a day of darkness, gloominess, clouds of thickness of darkness, like the morning clouds spreading over the mountains. So it's definitely the day when God will judge the earth, the time of tribulation. The dead in Christ will rise first. These are the believers. This one's a tricky one, guys. I believe this means the dead, the, those that died before us, our loved ones, like I talked about, they're going to rise first. I believe personally, and it's, I'll show you some scripture, that they're going to rise. In other words, they're going to receive their glorified bodies before us. So the trumpet sounds, that they're up, they're going to meet us, they're waiting to meet us. The trumpet sounds, these bodies, their bodies come up, they, they receive their glorified bodies, and then we, we're caught up and we receive our glorified bodies. I don't believe it's going to be like the zombie movies. Remember those zombies when I was a kid? I'd watch those, remember those zombie movies? They're like this. And they're just creepy. You know, you try to kill them and they're like, they go like this and they'd come back. You know, like that. I don't know. I think truly, listen to this. Call me crazy, but I really believe this. So I might be crazy. I believe it's, more gonna, it's gonna be more like a superheroes movie. Seriously, I really do. Our glorified bodies will never die. We can't die. We're gonna come back to rule and reign, it says, on the earth for a thousand years as kings and priests. So we're gonna be, there's gonna be people on the earth that don't have glorified bodies during the time of the millennial kingdom, right? So we're gonna have like these superhero bodies. Yes, I did say it. <laughs> Paul talks about this. He says, for what you sow, you do not sow the body that shall be, but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. The body that's buried, it's just like a piece of grain. It just, it goes, it dies in the ground, right? But God gives it a what? Body as he pleases, and to each seed its own body. So we're going to get different bodies. It's going to happen during this time. But someone might say, how are the dead raised up? This is talking about the body still. The, how is the body raised up? And with what body do they come? Foolish one. What you sow is not made alive unless it, can we say it out loud, dies. The body has to go down and die, just like a grain. You, you put a seed, you can have a seed of any, let's say uh, an apple seed. You can leave it up here on the pulpit. Nothing's going to happen to that seed until you bury it. When you bury it, it brings lots of fruit. It can bring lots of fruit, right? Same with us. We, we put our body in the ground or the ashes are, 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 are put into the, back into the earth in the ground or the, the sea, right? So until that happens and then at the time of the rapture, then it, it, we receive a whole new body unless it dies. But check it out. Down to verse 42, it says, so also there is the resurrection of the dead. What is the resurrection of the dead? We just looked at the resurrection of the dead. They're going to resurrect their bodies, right? The body is sown in corruption. This is exactly talking about the time. The resurrection of the dead is the time of the rapture, right at that time. So also the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It's sown in dishonor. It's raised in, can we say that? Glory. Glory. A glorified body. It's sown in weakness. It's raised in? Superhero. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's sown a natural body. It's raised day. Spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Okay. 
Verse 17, let's look at the last two verses. Then we who are alive and remain shall be, can we say that together? Caught up together with them. Who's them? Our loved ones in the clouds. And we'll meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. We'll never be away from him. We'll be with him forever, never departing from Jesus. Therefore comfort one another with these words. Someone has said, well, pastor, rapture's not even in the Bible. The word, well, the word Bible's not even the Bible, but we believe it, right? The teaching is in the Bible. Not only that, the word itself, that word we looked at, caught up, it's in Greek, harpazo. It means to snatch up, to lift up, to grasp with haste. When we're raptured, it's not going to be, we've talked about this before, the rapture comes, it's not like we're going to float slowly up in the air and people are like, well, look at those guys, where are they going? No, we're going to be changed instantly, snatched up, harpazo. The Latin word is raptura, where we get our English word rapture, the rapture. Paul talks about this. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep or die, but we shall all be changed. That's a rapture. We're going to be changed in a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, at the last, you see that? Trumpet, same event. The trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised, what? Incorruptible, goes perfectly with all this. They're gonna be raised incorruptible, their bodies, they're gonna receive their glorified bodies. And we shall be changed, glorified bodies. For this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. No more sickness, no more pandemics, no more viruses, no more colds, no more flus. Incorruptible, never to die. That's going to be interesting, but it's reality. Another one that goes great with this, Paul writes, Philippians 3.20, for our citizenship is in where? Heaven. Heaven, for which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our what? lowly bodies. The older I get, I realize that. I make noises sometimes when I get up out of a chair. I'm like, what? Am I really groaning? That it may be conformed to his, his glorious body. I believe that's the glorified body. So our lowly bodies will be transformed into his glorious body. We don't know what we'll be like. The Bible says when we see him, we'll be like him. We'll be, you know, when we meet him, we're going to be like him. We'll have a glorified body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. The rapture, our loved ones, we're to comfort one another with these words. I'm very comforted. Let me put it, someone put, put it this way. Is there anything the rapture won't take care of in your life? The rapture takes care of everything. But until then, we're to be about our Father's business. Until then, you and I have a holy calling, as we just looked at, that we'd walk in it, that we would know what it is, that we'd ask the Lord to use us. Why? Before the foundation of the world, he's given us a holy calling. Not because of any great work you've done, but for his purpose and by his grace, he's called us out of darkness into his marvelous light to be children of light, to bring him glory. There's a lot of work to do, guys. The harvest is plentiful. It's the labors that are few. We're not to be ignorant when it comes to these things. God wants us to understand what happens when we die. For a believer in Jesus Christ, to be absent from their body, they're in the presence of the Lord. What's gonna happen in the future? The rapture. If it happens in our lifetime, we're going to be changed instantly. 
If we die before then, we're gonna be the ones coming back to meet our loved ones here. So we're not to be ignorant of these things. Hopefully, we've given it some, some better understanding through scripture, very confident in knowing when we put that last flower on the grave or on the casket, that it's not the end of everything. For those that love Jesus Christ, for us that love Jesus Christ, our loved ones that love Jesus Christ, they're in the presence of the Lord and we will be gathered together with them. We'll meet them in the air, the rapture, the great hope. Amen. Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and I'd like to take a moment to personally invite you to one of our three services here at Calvary Chapel of the Harbor in Huntington Beach. Our service times are 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. Please come and say hi after the service. I would love to meet you. For more information, check out our website at ccoth.com. That's ccoth.com. God bless you. You've been listening to Glory to Glory with Pastor Joe Pettick and Outreach of Calvary Chapel of the Harbor. If you would like to enter into a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, call now at 714-788-8221. That's 714-788-8221. Our new location is at 4121 Warner Avenue in Huntington Beach at the beautiful Huntington Harbor Marina. Now, may we continue to go to His throne of mercy as He changes us from glory to glory.